Welcome to the Spirit Guided Life Podcast. Get ready to explore limitless ways of creating a dialogue with your spirit, including awesome guests, light worker tips, and intuitive inspirations. So say yes to tuning in to your heart, be willing to trust the invisible, and stand by to be spirit guided with your host, Alex Levy. Welcome and hello, dear friends, to episode 20 of the Spirit Guided Life podcast. It's February and it is a self-love type of month. And we are talking about self-love and where to start today. We're going to talk a little bit about what self-love isn't. We're going to talk about how healing begins with self-love. I'm going to give you practical tips and strategies affirmations, and why the choice for making self-love is the key to healing. So let's dive right in. So self-love is a topic that you're probably hearing more and more about. And it's something that I actually really love embracing and talking about because it's so important. We minimize how important this is for ourselves because as empaths and light workers and spiritual rebels, we give, give, give. And the balance of receiving the scales are not always equal. So to be in the space to allow ourselves to become vessels of pure self-love, it doesn't always start with ourselves, and it should. Because self-love is getting to know you. Now, you may feel uncomfortable. You may feel awkward about this. You may even feel selfish with the idea of self-love. But let's talk about what self-love isn't. Self-love isn't selfish. Let's start with that. It is not selfish because there is nothing, nothing authentic about selfishness. Absolutely, let me say that again. There is nothing authentic about selfishness. Now, another thing self-love isn't, well, we know you can't buy it, right? You can't buy self-love. Self-love also doesn't mean that you're better than anyone else. It also doesn't mean that you're on this constant high of light and love and airy-fairy unicorn world, right? A lot of us light workers like to think that, but we're not always because we still can have depression It's not this constant high uh, or joy. But what it does mean is you stop beating yourself up. It does mean that self-healing begins with self-love. Let me say that again. Self-healing begins with self-love. So there's a story that some of you may have heard about the Dalai Lama, but I want to tell it again, and it goes a little bit like this. Now, I'm paraphrasing, so bear with me. But there was a conference, 
And His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, was speaking in front of a huge audience. And someone asked him what he thought of the concept of self-hatred. And he looked like he was very confused. And the story goes, he looked at his translator, and they spoke, and then they did it back and forth, and they spoke again. And his translator kept trying to explain to him this idea of self-hatred, but he genuinely did not know. And he responded with self-hatred. And I think he repeated that in English, self-hatred. Like, what, what is that? What is that? And he, he didn't get it because that's such a weird concept that we have created. Because think about it. Are babies born not loving themselves? I don't think so. Uh, new babies aren't born like that, right? We're programmed. The Dalai Lama said, with realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can build a better world. Isn't that beautiful? So then what happens? Why is it so hard for us, or so we think, to understand and wrap our hearts around this idea of self-love? Well, one of the big obstacles that comes up for a lot of us, and me included, is our core beliefs, and especially limiting beliefs. So what do limiting beliefs have to do with self-love? So a limiting belief, let's break it down. A limiting belief is simply a belief. So a limiting belief is really a thought or a construct that we have created and we believe to be true no matter what. But here's the but. But it's really, really deeply rooted in fear. It's actually not true. It's a lie. So your thoughts, they're just thoughts. And guess what, guys? You can change them. And guess what, my friends? You can change them. One of the biggest limiting beliefs when it comes to self-love and I see this time and time again in my clients that I work with on my buddies on Instagram. And that is the feeling of worthiness. And just saying that really kind of makes me feel sad for people that there is this feeling of worthiness. I know I've dealt with it in my past. But limiting beliefs are myths. They aren't true. We have to remember that. That's the biggest takeaway I want you to remember from this episode, is they're not true. So think about it like this. Every feeling that we feel, every, every feeling has a corresponding emotion underneath it. So when actors uh, are studying scripts, they call this the subtext. It's what's really going on underneath the dialogue underneath what the characters are speaking. So it's important that we question our beliefs. Is it really true? Is it really true? How do you feel in your body when you speak something like, I'm not worthy? Where do you feel it? Because these limiting beliefs, when you understand the real corresponding emotion, what it is underneath it, 
then you can change it. That's when the magic can shift and the transformations can happen. That's when you can rescript it because everything exists in energetic potential. We can rescript and rewrite and tell a new story because we're all students here on this earth world in earth school. So why? Why make the choice for self-love? And I do believe it is a choice. Why? Because you're going to have, I guarantee you, there will be greater happiness. You will probably have more optimism. How about self-respect? That's a big one. How about honoring yourself and really honoring the divine, honoring the spirit within you? And better mental health will definitely be a byproduct of self-love. How about more motivation? I know that's something we all could probably use a little bit more of. And better self-esteem. Healthier, stronger relationships with yourselves, with your friends, with your loved ones. How about stronger boundaries? Something that we often overlook. Boundaries are big part of our spiritual health and our psychic hygiene and that I don't think a lot of people pay enough attention to. But when it comes down to it, self-love is respect, right? Think of the the song R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? It's true. Self-love is a conscious decision. So then why, my friends, would you not make the choice for self-love? So the thing I hear a lot and the answer I get from people is, well, I just don't want to get hurt, right? I've opened up my heart and somebody broke it or I've been taken advantage of and I just can't, I can't do that anymore. It's too painful. So how can we open up our hearts? How can we open up our hearts again? Now, Let's talk about the energetics for a minute. Our heart center, also known as the heart chakra or the fourth chakra, is located in the center of the chest. Well, in the color, it's most known as as green, also pink. But our heart chakra is all about love. That is the main theme of the heart chakra. Self-love is a main component because it requires an acceptance and an understanding of duality. Duality is light and dark, right? Yes or no, this or that. It's this whole concept that we're learning in this 3D construct of of time that we're in. But remember, in the fifth dimensional space, there is no duality. This is an earth lesson. That's part of why we're here. So everything is always going to be about balance. It's always about a give and a take. Now, it's super, super common to want to shut down our hearts after an emotional situation, such as a breakup. You feel like, a, or you feel like your best friend betrayed you, or a divorce, or somebody passed away, and you lost someone you really loved. We grieve. Or when the pain is just too much. But guess what? We can't feel. We can't feel the good stuff. We can't feel it when our hearts 
are closed. We have to have an open heart to feel. And you can't just have a partial open heart to say, I'm only going to feel the pretty puppies and happy stuff, right? No, it doesn't work like that. And the interesting thing is, when we're actually in our heart, when we're in our heart center, we're actually less reactive because the imbalance begins with heartbreak. It's universal, right? Rejection, betrayal, loss, grief, death. But what you do with your feelings during those times of heartbreak is essential for your well-being. You got to move it out of your body. And loving and being loved is your birthright. The only person we can change is us. So self-love is about teaching others how to treat you. It's about being kind. It's about being compassionate. It's about being compassionate about the person looking back at you in the mirror. Now, I know there's this element of love around February, which often happens because of the Valentine's Day, if, uh, which is a pretty popular commercial day, right? But if this month or this time or the holiday of Valentine's brings up feelings of loneliness for you, then I want to share with you four things you can do to kind of shake off that feeling of loneliness. And the first thing you can do is to strengthen your current friendships. So have meetups. Or how about just say hi to complete strangers in the elevator and get rid of that awkward elevator interactions that I know I have sometimes, right? Talk to your neighbors. What about Facebook and Instagram? I know you guys are on there pretty much just like I am. So connect with old friends. Uh, meetup.com is a great resource. I actually created a meetup group in Atlanta. Uh, it didn't really uh, last that long, but that's another podcast. <laughs> but the point is I tried it. I initiated it and I started it. The second thing you can do to shake off feelings of loneliness is to get out of your comfort zone. Go out, right? So schedule time each day or each week to visit with or call a friend. How about if it's just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to call or FaceTime one friend one time a week. Start, start there. Another thing you can do is take a class. How about there's pottery, there's cooking classes, there's gardening, there's art, there's all sorts of stuff. A lot of cities will have a community center, and these community centers have very, very uh, inexpensive and oftentimes free classes open to the public. That's a great place to start. And the fourth thing that's extremely important to do is to move your body, because we know, and science shows this, that mental health is connected to physical health, which is interconnected to intuition. It's like a, a circle. It's all connected. So when your intuition isn't flowing, it's because it requires energy. You're not getting energy. And also, you're st when you store these emotions down inside you, they have nowhere to go, right? So moving our bodies is a great way to cycle out these emotions that we are holding on so deeply. 
So I want to take you on a short little affirmation vacation. This little mini meditation, if you're driving, I wouldn't recommend listening to, but if you if you can, close your eyes for a second. And just allow my words to flow through you without judgment, without trying to make it fit, without trying to make it feel right. Just allow the words to come to you. Breathe in and breathe out. And breathe in and breathe out. And I want you to see a beautiful golden ball of light illuminated inside your heart. See this golden light shine strong, shine bright, and radiating 360 degrees all around you and through your whole being. As you are worthy of love and joy, you are proud of yourself and all your accomplishments. You trust yourself. You are love. You are enough. You love deeply. You accept yourself as you are. You are light. I am light and love. I let love in. And I am willing to see my radiance. So, how did that feel, my friends? So, self love, it's only meant for you. It's only meant for you. It's not meant for you to gain love from others. But it is a daily practice. And I wanted to share with you some little self-love rituals that take five minutes or less that you can start to do. And they're so easy. How about smile more? That's so simple. You can do that anytime, anywhere. And I promise you, it sends those dopamine signals and it makes you just feel better. How about stop the self-deprecating self-talk, right? We use it as comedy or humor. It makes us kind of uh, feel a little bit better in certain situations and social settings, but let's stop that. How about tune in with your body every single day? Maybe if it's just a minute to do a little body scan. See how, where any tension lies. See if your body's trying to give you a message. How about you just take a two-minute timeout? You can close your eyes. You can do some breathing. You can just uh, sigh and let go. How about you create a daily spiritual practice? This is something that I'm very passionate about. The daily spiritual practice can be anything from you pull an oracle card. That could be a spiritual practice. 
to you meditate, to you take a relaxing shower, and as you're taking a shower, you're visualizing all the energy kind of clearing your body. How about writing things down? When we write things down, we actually go from our head to our heart. That's a great practice to start with. How about just have a little bit more fun? How about gratitude? Gratitude is so powerful that it really can shape and change your mindset. Because according to Psychology Today, mentally strong people choose to exchange self-pity for gratitude. And gratitude has been shown time and time again to improve our physical health, our psychological health, and it actually opens the door to more relationships. So, self-love is a choice. It's conscious. It's mindset. You're not responsible for other people's happiness. Self-love is more than bubble baths. It's more than buying yourself flowers. Self-love begins with making the effort. So stop the negativity. Stop the gossip. And begin with you right now where you're at. See yourself with compassion, my friends. And know that I'm here for you, cheering you along the way because we were all in it together. And I'm happy to be of support to you. So sending you lots of love as we go through this self-love journey together. And have a wonderful, happy Valentine's, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information on how to connect with me, head on over to alexlevyonline.com and make sure you get your free gift if you haven't gotten it already. It's over on my website or you can swipe up in the show notes below. And please don't forget to leave a review, rate, and subscribe. And because this is the month of February, the week of Valentine's, I want to share with you an extra special gift. I want to share with you a little opportunity for a free reading with me. I will be drawing two names for a free mini oracle reading with me. All you have to do is leave your review, screenshot it, and send it to me over at assist at alexlevyonline.com and I will be choosing two people to win a free reading just for leaving a review and I'll be posting it live on my IG story. So stay tuned because that could be you. And until next time, my friends, stay spirit guided.